Hello and welcome to Meiwei's Chinese Medicine Matters podcast, where we share traditional Chinese medicine news, research, and topics relevant to TCM practitioners and students. I'm Lauren Koffel, and in this episode, you'll hear from Raven Lang on children with hives. This is an excerpt from Raven's distance learning course on pediatrics. Raven is a popular and well-respected instructor, having specialized in TCM treatment of women and pediatric patients for over 30 years. She has been teaching about natural childbirth for nearly 50 years and wrote the first book on home birth, as well as opening the first birth center in North America in 1972. She worked as a midwife, founding the first non-medical midwifery school, and in 1982 began to study TCM. A year later, Raven was blessed with a three-year apprenticeship with Dr. Miriam Lee, a nurse midwife from China and one of the first licensed acupuncturists in California. Raven incorporates her knowledge of midwifery, mothering, and traditional medicine, both American and Asian, in her work and brings a wealth of experience to those she serves. Now retired, Raven practiced TCM in Santa Cruz, California for over 30 years. Okay, they're welts. They're raised red, partly red, pink. They can be large, they can be small. They usually are sudden. They appear suddenly and they can spread so rapidly it would knock your sock off. They often begin on the trunk. They can spread anywhere to the limbs. They rarely get on the face, but they can get on the face. And um, sometimes so much so that it's unrecognizable, but that's rare. Hives can be dangerous, so uh, parents need to really watch the child when the child has an outbreak um, because, you know, you can end up with a um, tight throat, anaphylaxis, you know, not breathing. Some kids get extremely um, shut down with hives, but it's rare. It's rare. They most often itch, but not absolute. Okay, TCM sees this as a poison in the body or blood disorders. Shoni Shin is it's forbidden for viral rashes. This is a gentle Shoni Shin. You only tap, you don't rub, you tap or spear, and it's a very gentle. And what you're doing is basically dispersing heat and dispersing wind. You're not tinifying a thing. You're moving heat and wind out of the body. So a pointed any pointed tool would work just fine. Um, those of you who haven't studied the Master Dung points, and the points that we're looking at are DTO1 and DTO2. You could, I would use a bleeding needle, and this is for rashes that are really gnarly and are driving the kids crazy, like poison oak, poison ivy. Um, one person was... Uh, I worked on her. She was uh, poisoned from, believe it or not, eating amanita mushroom. She went to a potluck and somebody went into the forest and found some mushrooms and made a dish. And Cindy went and ate a little bit of it 
as it was coming out, she had arrived late because she was a midwife and she was just returning and most of the food had been eaten. But there was one that was in the oven and she pulled it out to pull her dish in. She went, oh my God, these look beautiful. And it was a, it was all cut up, made with veggies and rice. And she ate some and she ended up in the hospital. And she was sick for quite a long time, like I maybe several weeks. And I kept hearing about her and finally called up and said, get your body into my clinic. And uh, and I bled the, and cupped the poison points. So for kids who are having, <clears throat> again, if you're in the bush, you would use this if a hospital was an island ride away or not easy to get to, um, or if something was happening now, okay, and, and you saw it happening, you could bleed and cup the poison points. It's also beautiful in chemotherapy, beautiful. For people who are throwing up after their chemotherapy, um, and you bleed and cup the poison points, they will stop, they will arrive in your office, run to the bathroom, vomit, come back, lay down, you take an area and just lift it up so that you're kind of compressing it and with your bleeding needle, whack, 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 five or six times and then cup. And while the cup is pulling out the blood, People who have poison oak whose eyes are shut, their eyes will open up. Or who are having trouble breathing, their breath will open up. These are amazing. So they're also to be used for serious cases of hives. Well, the thing about the seven star hammer, yeah, we used to use the seven star hammer. Um, but my apprenticeship began before the words HIV and AIDS had risen. And also hepatitis C wasn't hepatitis C. We had hep A and hep B. But now we have a lot of heps. And um, with the fact that we're making superbugs because of our use of medications and because the bugs are at least as smart as us, if not smarter, that they are resistant now to various forms of, of uh, treatment. And so Mary had one seven-star needle that she probably used for like two or three decades on everybody. But really, seven stars break the skin. Okay, so if you have disposables, then you buy those and you use them and they can go home with that person. I used to always have two or three uh, seven stars because some children need that. And so the mother would then buy it or the person would buy it. You know, like um, stimulating a thyroid and you just go along the thyroid is wonderful. Um, various places that you could use it for, but then it becomes that person's and it goes home with them. You don't keep it in your office. So um, so that's why I like to use these. But yeah, seven stars work. Seven stars will be fine. This boy, he was only 17. And he came to me, just came to my office with his mother. And he spoke a tiny bit of English and she spoke none. <laughs> And he had, he was Mexican, and they were Mexican, and had come to California about um, a year or maybe two years prior to my meeting him. And once he moved to California, he broke out into rashes everywhere. They were all across his chest, they were down his thighs, they were on his arms, and um, he'd been to Stanford. He'd been to a dermatologist. He'd been on steroids. 
and his mother was very suspicious of the steroids and he was just a kid he was in high school I think he might have been a junior at the time because he wasn't bilingual yet but he became bilingual quickly and um, I took a look at him and his tongue was red and it was shrunken so the heat was a protracted condition in him this was um, the rash was a couple of years old he never had it when he was in Mexico he didn't get it till he was here and no matter what they did it was all temporary so I cupped him and bled him and that's not with the seven star and I probably did about six seven eight bang 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 on each side so that those are the poison points and they work on hives and skin rashes like crazy anyway the next day his beautiful mother came to my office with a bouquet of flowers because gone gone and then he I recall his name was Daniel um, came back about two weeks later and the rash had not returned but his skin still was pink in certain places so I did it again and I think I put him on uh, Xiao Feng San I think I put him on burdock and dandelion tinctures and dandelion foods to help detox in those days I didn't know about glutathione yet but I definitely put him on a detox and for I said nothing that had been sprayed that was a real you know lesson um, for this family anyway Daniel came to me until he had his own baby about three or four times a year and it never came back every once in a while it would he would say I'm beginning to feel an itch and he would come in and get is bleeding and I would give him um, four horses so um, anyway that's that pattern I've only got a couple of really traditional TCM cups um, you get your mothers who are putting their children on baby food and I would say to them do you feed your children baby food at little jars and they go well only once in a while I mostly make my own it's like no 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 I'm just saying I want the jars oh I have a lot of jars. You want jars? <laughs> yeah, I want your jars. Because if you have four or five stations and you have a basket of cupping for each station, you need, you know, 30, 40 jars at least. You see them formulas, Jingjie, Chai Hutanis. This is one I learned from Dr. Mori. Um, it's a classic prescription and it's the one I've used most for little people because it's again a pediatric, Bupleurum is the chief herb. Chao Feng San. This is an inexpensive formula you can get right here at Meiwei. It's used for rashes, idiopathic pruritus, eczema, allergic dermatitis, poison oak, poison ivy, diaper rash. Very, very useful formula and very effective. In Japan, they give calcium tablets or calcium shots for hives or urticaria. And Dr. Mikishima used calcium homeopathics. That's how he would treat it. And then we've got the Aveno bath product, which you could buy or you could make your own. And you could make your own even by taking oats and putting into a little sock and putting them in the bath and, and just uh, putting it on the skin. You don't really want to rub a rash 
Okay, you want to get the, you want to wash the body, but it's more of a tap, or it's a soak it and then squeeze the oatmeal onto onto the, the to the skin. Uh, baking soda baths are also good remedies, and you could do both. You put the baking soda, you put put about half a box into the bathtub, and then you put the water on so it it disperses it immediately, and then you could add the oats. Um, in some research, you'll see that they say the oats need to be pulverized, like putting them in a Vitamix. But I know that many mothers have used plain old oats that they cook for breakfast and just put them in a little container, like a sock, and put it in the bathtub with the child. Thank you for tuning into this episode with Raven Lang on Children with Hives. This audio is originally from Raven's Distance Learning Pediatric Course. You can watch the full recording with photos and case study examples by taking the online pediatric course, which you can find linked in the episode description. And please subscribe to the show. It's a great way to show your support and to hear when our next episode comes out. In our upcoming episode, Yvonne Lau, the president of Meiwei Herbs, will discuss the traditional Chinese medicine perspective on hair loss. Until then, take good care of yourself and your patients. Chinese medicine matters, and so do you. Hi everyone, Lauren here again, wishing you a happy and healthy May. As many of you know, Chinese Medicine Matters is the podcast of Mayway Herbs, a TCM online store and dispensary where practitioners can ship directly to their patients. This month on Chinese Medicine Matters, we're focusing on women's health. We'll explore a wide array of topics related to women's health at different stages of life. So stay tuned for informative episodes you won't want to miss. And we're excited to offer a special discount on our Women's Health Formulas category the entire month of May. Practitioners use code WOMEN24 at checkout on Mayway.com to receive a 15% discount. And remember to sign up for the Mayway Herbs newsletter for exclusive content and ongoing promotions. The episode description includes a link to sign up. And thanks again for tuning in and supporting Real Chinese Medicine.